0: This is Sam with Fabre and me, shining the light on a rare disease. In today's episode, I'm here with Dr. Neil Wiener, who is a nephrologist and a kidney specialist who has managed patients with Fabre-related kidney disease.
1: Fabre disease is the most prevalent lysosomal storage disorder. You have accumulation Uh, within the lysosomes of globotriacylceramide, otherwise known as GB3, in a wide variety of cells. GB3 is thought to be cytotoxic, pro-inflammatory, and pro-fibrotic. The prevalence is probably underestimated as some of the manifestations of Fabry disease are nonspecific. However, prevalence rates seem to range between 1 in 8,454 to 1 in 117,000 males. The disease is seen across all ethnic and racial groups as well. There is wide phenotypic variation in females. Fabry disease is an X-linked inherited disorder, so in general, males are more severely affected than females.
0: Can you tell us about some of the clinical presentations in Fabry disease?
1: Well, classic Fabry's is the most severe clinical phenotype and occurs mostly in males. We see severe neuropathic or limb pain, often precipitated by stress, physical exertion, extremes of heat or cold. These are usually the first symptoms. The onset is usually around 10 years. We see dermatologic manifestations, including telangiectasias and angiokeratomas, the onset of which is usually around 17 years. There are gastrointestinal manifestations, where patients may complain of abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation. And then we see ophthalmologic uh, uh, complications, most notably corneal opacities, otherwise known as the Fabry cataract, which is usually seen in around 30% of males. There are kidney manifestations. Proteinuria, or otherwise spilling of protein in the urine. Polyuria, frequency of urination. Istostenuria, which is essentially a unconcentrated urine. Polydipsia, which is frequent uh, thirst, sensation of thirst. Kidney function impairment, the mean age of the kidney manifestations is usually around 35 to 40 years in untreated males. Progressive kidney disease also ultimately develops uh, among all or almost all of these patients with the classic form of Fabry's disease. We see heart or cardiac complications such as concentric left ventricular hypertrophy, which is enlargement of the heart muscle itself. Myocardial fibrosis, which is scarring of the actual heart muscle, heart failure, coronary artery disease, valvular heart disease, mostly affecting the aortic and mitral valves, aortic root dilation, conduction abnormalities, and the heart manifestations are usually seen in more than 80% of males, and the mean onset is usually around 42 years. We see cerebrovascular complications, including transient ischemic attacks and ischemic strokes in up to 25% of patients at a mean onset of 40 years. However, in females, there's a wide variation in clinical manifestations from no apparent disease to the full expression of the disease.
0: So how do you evaluate patients and eventually make a diagnosis of Fabry disease?
1: Well, first and most important, of the puzzle is to obtain a detailed past medical history and review of systems. This is sort of the foundation of what physicians, clinical physicians do when they see new patients. A detailed family history is essential. One that focuses on relatives with unexplained neurologic kidney or heart disease. Physical examination is important. You may see angiokeratomas, telangiectasias, corneal opacities, an abnormal heart exam, you may see swelling of the legs. And then there's routine laboratory testing where you, uh, where you look at kidney function, urinalysis. Uh, there's a classic uh, finding of what's called oval fat bodies with a lamellar structure and a Maltese cross pattern when you examine a urine sample under polarized microscopy. You can obtain an electrocardiogram or an echocardiogram to evaluate for left ventricular hypertrophy or enlargement of the heart. You can obtain an MRI of the heart and the brain looking for an enlarged heart or strokes. The initial diagnostic assay in males is an alpha-galactositis A activity. If there is undetectable activity, then genetic testing is indicated. Some males have decreased but detectable alpha galactosidase A activity, some of those patients warrant genetic testing due to atypical variants. In females, alpha galactosidase A activity is unreliable and genetic testing is the initial diagnostic assay. Genotyping is recommended for all Fabry families as more than 1,000 mutations have thus far been identified. If uncertain, a heart or endomyocardial biopsy could be performed. And this is usually in cases where the cardiac variant is the dominant form. If there is unexplained protein in the urine or proteinuria and or unexplained decrease in kidney function, a kidney biopsy can be performed.
0: What are some of the treatment options?
1: Well, there is no cure for Fabry disease we can replace the missing or deficient enzyme, alpha-galactosidase A, with enzyme replacement therapy, or ERT. The brand name is Fabrazyme. There is a pharmacologic chaperone known as megalostat that can now be used instead of enzyme replacement therapy in patients with amenable genetic variants, which is estimated to be between 30 and 50% of patients it's an oral medication it binds to and stabilizes the specific mutant forms of alpha galactosidase thereby facilitating proper trafficking of the enzyme to lysosomes and increasing enzyme activity this allows for substantial increases in enzyme activity with this medication megalostat cannot be used in patients with an estimated glomerular filtration rate, or EGFR, of less than 30 mLs per minute per 1.73 meters squared. Thus, in patients who have stage four and five chronic kidney disease, megalostat cannot be used. Now, all males should be treated as soon as the diagnosis is made. All females should be treated if clinical manifestations are present, such as kidney, cardiovascular or neurologic. Patients who develop chronic kidney disease should receive the same monitoring as a patient with chronic kidney disease due to other etiologies. We can use medications such as angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors or angiotensin receptor blockers in patients with hypertension and or proteinuria. Patients who develop cardiac manifestations should receive standard therapy to treat heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, and angina. Patients who develop neuropathic pain should often receive gabapentin, which is a neuromodulator. Patients with Fabry disease should receive antiplatelet therapy for primary or secondary prevention of stroke. Enzyme replacement therapy appears to slow kidney function decline in patients with less severe kidney involvement, but has less benefit when initiated in patients with more advanced chronic kidney disease. So the goal in these patients is to establish the diagnosis as early as possible. Enzyme replacement therapy does not significantly reduce the risk of stroke and Fabry-related heart disease.
0: How do you monitor patients while on enzyme replacement therapy?
1: There are no specific guidelines. Asymptomatic patients should have routine chemistries and complete blood counts every 6 to 12 months. Patients with kidney disease should also have kidney function and urine protein to creatinine ratio checked every 3 to 6 months. Patients with cardiac involvement should have an electrocardiogram every 6 to 12 months as well as an annual echocardiogram and or cardiac MRI during the first one to three years of therapy and then repeated if clinically indicated.
0: What are the kidney manifestations of Fabry disease?
1: Proteinuria or spilling of protein in the urine is usually the initial finding and seen in about 50% of untreated males by the age of 35. Proteinuria is seen in 90% of untreated males by age 50. Chronic kidney disease is a kidney manifestation of Fabry disease. In a study from the National Institutes of Health that included 105 males with classic Fabry disease, all patients who survived to age 55 developed end-stage renal disease. However, larger studies that included patients with both classic and milder forms of Fabry disease have reported lower prevalence of end-stage renal disease. Prevalence of Fabry disease and dialysis populations has been examined in several screening studies with less than 1% of hemodialysis patients being reported as having the disease. Kidney manifestations occur in about 20% of female patients. We see accumulation of GB3 in the kidney and it occurs preferentially in the glomeruli, which is the filter component of the kidney. Kidney biopsy may be useful in establishing the diagnosis of Fabry disease. And in fact, the diagnosis is sometimes made incidentally when a kidney biopsy is obtained to evaluate the cause of proteinuria and or decreased kidney function in patients who do not report a known family history of Fabry disease at the time of the biopsy. On kidney biopsy, specifically with electron microscopy, we would see myeloid or zebra bodies with an onion skin appearance that is classic for Fabry disease. As we discussed earlier, enzyme replacement therapy may slow the decline in kidney function in patients with a mild reduction in kidney function, but may have no or less benefit in patients with more advanced kidney disease. Interestingly, Fabry kidney disease does not recur after kidney transplantation.
0: Dr. Wiener, thank you so much for your time. Tune into my next episode where I analyze and discuss the patient experience with Fabry disease. This is Sam with Fabre and me shining a light on a rare disease. Thanks for joining me.